Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. Welcome to the Hostel Homies podcast. My guest today is Killian Robin. I met Killian on my flight from Buffalo to New York when I was coming back from Chautauqua, New York last week. And we sat next to each other on the plane and just immediately hit it off. And I'm just glad to have him on the podcast today because he has a very interesting life and profession. Um, remind me again one more time which, which area in France you grew up in. So I'm from, uh, I'm from Brittany, so the northern west part of France, where there is no wine, no cheese production, but uh, a lot of seafood. And, the two, uh, arguably the two exactly. most popular parts of France, not exactly. there. So yeah. that's why I went to another direction. Sure. But uh, that's cool. I mean, the, the culture there is very, people are very proud to be from Brittany. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to be because there's uh, other areas that uh-huh. are more, more important to me. But uh, it's cool. I mean, we there is this this thing that when people come to Brittany that they, they really like about like I don't know the I think the atmosphere, the fact that there is the sea around. Mm-hmm. There's this whole thing that makes people pretty pretty happy. When did wine take you out of France? As far as when when did you first move away from France for a wine so, job or f- first move away from Brittany? I guess. Um, so I start. So I, I moved when I was nineteen. So when I started my sommelier school, mm-hmm. I was nineteen years old. So that's when I started. I, I went to Paris. Okay. In one of the best restaurants in the world, still right now. So wow. It's the eighth on the Saint Pellegrino. What's the uh, What's ranking. the name of the restaurant? It's called L'Arpège. So Arpège mm-hmm. is in Paris in the seventh, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I was working there as an apprentice. So going school back to Brittany, mm-hmm. and going to work in uh, in in, uh, in L'Arpège. So there was two weeks of of work and one week of school. Blah blah blah. How How far away is that driving wise? Uh, with the with the tra- with the train, it's not too crazy. It's just two hours. So, okay. So that's that's uh, that's not crazy. And uh, so I was 19, and uh, and then I started to 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 go on on more trips mm-hmm. in inside France. And then with my school, we had a trip to Italy, in uh, Tuscany, oh, nice. in uh, Florence. And so we saw Montalcino and Siena and all this. It was great. So it's good to have a different perspective of like what another country does. Yeah, of course. Uh, again, culture, culture-wise, mm-hmm. and. Uh, how do they make the wine? What do they eat with? How do they think of aging? Of drink? Just the, the whole idea is very, very interesting. And that opens your mind to like, we're not the only one. Yeah. French people to make wine. <laughs> There's other people. Even so though I'm cool. sure you're, you're proud of the French wine. Of yeah, course, it, yeah. It definitely opens your mind. Huh? The, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, French wine always makes me excited. And I don't know. I think it's because I'm, I'm there and I, I understand it more. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in Italians, I'm like, Wow, that's there's something so serious about it and more funk. I feel like Italian wines are more approachable and more enjoyable. French wines sometimes are too crazy that you forget the idea of sharing it and uh, drinking it. Sometimes it's too it's too too crazy. So, do you think you did say that it kind of reflects 
how the people think and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So by drinking wine from other places or from other winemakers, do you feel like you're able to not stereotype the people from there, but okay. you're able to better better understand where they're coming from and how yeah. they live their life? For sure. There is a, there, I mean, for me, Spain is more like, like yeah. it, you can tell where people are from. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course, yeah, there's a, a big impact on the culture and what people think. Winemakers, I would say, they have their own personality and they all have the ideas. But if you put, just, I don't know, like 30 winemakers from different countries, they pretty much think all the same. Mm -hmm. the, the idea is kind of similar. I will say, like, of course, there's always other guys that are going to be very different, but uh, it's hard to just put people in some blocks and say that you, they're going to be like that. Absolutely. Not anymore, yeah. I think. It's, no, we, we can go everywhere, so Excellent. people know that. Mostly winemakers now, they get, they get to, to go everywhere they, like, everywhere they want. So. So they can they can see the grapes from other parts of the world and exactly. understand how the soils mm -hmm. work everywhere. Yeah, and when you see now winemakers, usually, the before they they get into winemaking, they they go like everywhere on, on the in the world and to see to see what's going on and to to have the you know like to just to to please everyone and try to to make something that's gonna be like understandable. Do you think people are still able to have their like vast differences uh, as far as the different cities? Because you were saying that as more people are traveling around and seeing the mm -hmm. different grapes, I'm sure people are starting to think more similarly, yeah. but are they still able to have their unique traits mm -hmm. in the different countries and cities? Of course. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm, I'm looking for in my research like, mm -hmm. on, on wines. Uh, there is winemakers that actually are yeah, doing something that's gonna please so much people that at some point you're like, but are you really respecting where you're from mm -hmm. and why the grapes in your uh, area or terroir tastes like that? Some people are forgetting this. Yeah. And I'm kind of against that. Yeah, sure. So I really like when someone comes from somewhere, of course he took knowledge from everywhere, but said, this is my vine mm -hmm. and I'm gonna try to represent exactly why it tastes like that. Were you into travel before you were into wine, or did wine kind of start your traveling around the um, world? I would say wine, wine uh, opened my mind. My, mm -hmm. my, we always traveled with my parents, but mm -hmm. only in France. So okay. I pretty much saw all the regions in France, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, wine helped me to unlock myself mm -hmm. because I was not scared of going somewhere else, but it helped a lot just to, to see, like, just go see somewhere like a bit further and maybe darker like maybe you're gonna find something exciting and cool and then it's, it's funny because since my uh, parents know that I'm, I'm i'm in this world and i'm in new york they actually travel more they because, do now because of me yeah? they're like thank you because for, for for the first time we like the, the longest travel was here to new york and now they just they go to greece they go to oh, cool. portugal like they, they just <laughs> so it's funny they, they and they, they told me thank you because Without you, we wouldn't go that far. So now they're not scared anymore. So they, cool. you kind of inspired them to exactly. travel more, right? To like just go somewhere else, and it's cool. I just came back from uh, Colombia, as I, as I told you. Yeah. Like they were yeah. like, oh yeah, maybe we should like, go to South America too. Like it's, <laughs> it's the, the, I'm so happy because I, they, they should they should see the the world. Yeah, hundred so, percent. Well, you know, people. I think people get kind of stuck in their ways and. When you don't travel for so long, I can mm -hmm. see why you wouldn't, but 
I love the the fact that you're kind of paving exactly. the way for that. Yep. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you they, went to Columbia? Okay, exactly. we'll go. They wanted to come, like, to come here to New York to see me. So yeah. they, had, they had to do it. Like, I won't <laughs> force them or do anything. So You so were their wine. You're <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the cork will stay, will stay in. Well, let's talk about how, how we met and how our conversation started. Yeah. We were on a flight from Buffalo to JFK, <laughs> which is already just a weird flight, to be honest. Exactly. You know? For sure. And you just, I don't know, you don't expect to meet people on that flight, but you mm -hmm. and I sat next to each other and just kind of immediately started talking. Exactly. And where were you coming from? Because you, you, so, might, <laughs> you weren't hanging out in, in Buffalo from not what I at all. Mention, right? Nope. So... Again, my parents for for Christmas so for me this gift to go to the Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. So I was I was there just checking that, and uh, that's great. I mean, again, it's a something something else. Like you you guys have a crazy country with mm -hmm. so many resources, and that's one of them. So yeah. my parents wanted me to to check it out. So I was by myself, which is kind of sad for Niagara Falls, but sure. <laughs> yes, it is. It has kind of romanticness to exactly. it that you you so want everyone to be with someone. Like, oh, I didn't know that. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I used to have a girlfriend, so I told her maybe we should go, but not anymore. So oh so, man, yeah, that's, isn't that always heartbreaking? Yes, yes, there's. Well, you know, Europe really is like that too. Though when you mm -hmm. when you're out there, there's specific places around the world that it's like, it's like you kind of need to have someone. With for sure. You. Yeah, if you go to Venice by yourself, it's yeah, like, uh, <laughs> maybe it's wrong. So I did it. <laughs> No, I know exactly how it feels like. So. You you survived it though. Exactly. Did you so. do? I think I asked you this. Did you do the Made in the Mist tour? The yep. uh, mm -hmm. you were the eventually so. the poncho. So actually, I didn't wear it. I just wanted to get wet. You took it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm single here. I'm just exactly. gonna take you know, it. <laughs> yeah, it was hot outside, so I was like, at least at least you know I'm gonna refresh myself. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so no problem. It actually feels kind of nice when it's, it's cool. hot out. Yeah. It's cool. I'm saying when you see that, you like you don't really care of getting wet is just right it's such an outstanding view that you're looking yeah. at I had, like, yeah. two rainbows and like it was it was great a great moment you said that you were a little sad to be traveling alone mm -hmm. do you like other other than going to romantic places yeah. without you know <laughs> do you like traveling alone or do you prefer traveling with with friends like or, people, or yeah. groups yeah. so i think there is different spots mm -hmm. That I mean, like when I was in Colombia, it's for sure a country I wouldn't go just by myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like, but uh, but usually I'm kind of a guy that likes to go alone, and I'm not scared at all. Mm -hmm. I like to meet people as it happened, because conversation go in so many directions, and you actually learn about yourself, how to be with people, like how to listen, and everything. So I feel like you respect more people as well after that. So Great. it's something cool. When I came here to New York the first time, I was by myself. And he never scared me like that. It's how I learn English. As far as you've done the traveling alone, when you're in Colombia, you said you wouldn't go alone. Were you mm -hmm. with friends for that? Yep, yeah, with three, three friends. Are these uh, are these other friends who work in wine, or are these buddies that you met outside of it? The, uh, there's two of them that are actually working with. Oh no, kidding! Uh, yeah, so the I don't know. We, it's funny because the first year I was working at this restaurant, we'd never really got along crazy but mm -hmm. i always went out and but i wasn't that i don't know that that closed mm -hmm. and the second year when i came back because I, I had to go back to france for eight months and then come back to new york with was another, it a, another was it a visa. Work, work visa thing exactly. yeah sure yeah like always <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah when i came back i don't know we had this thing right away mm -hmm. like i'm so happy to see you and and we started to hang up more and more and more we went to 
like Long Island for a couple of days together. Uh -huh. Like it's, we just started to build this relationship, friendship that's so strong right now. Yeah, that's so, great. So we went to Colombia together. Another guy was uh, one of my friend's friend, and mm -hmm. it, it, it went so easily. Good. It was an amazing trip. So there are some happy. there are some friends that you can travel with. There's some friends that you exactly. can't travel with. Exactly. So yep. That's good. And uh, so we. It's funny because we weren't like you know some people are always telling you, oh, careful, you're going with friends. You might discover them. Mm -hmm. We were like, I think I know them enough, and we spend time <laughs> together. Like, yeah, you work with these people exactly yeah. as well. So it's uh, it's cool when when you can share that like uh, working together and hanging out together. It's it's amazing. It's a beautiful it's, bond, and one then add add traveling to a foreign country together. Exactly, it was cool. It was very cool. Do you feel like that uh, that even like secured a friendship even more after you guys got back? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. It just makes makes you feel stronger about the relationship. It's like, guys, we did it, and at the end of the trip, we'll just say, "Wow!" Like it was. I I told them it was one of my uh, best vacation I had. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that went easily. We we visited. We we went out. Like we we met people. Mm -hmm. Like the old, you know, like a old package that yeah. was there. And all that together, it's it's hard. Like I'm, I mean, with other humans, when you think about it, mm -hmm. and it's cool. It's not like it's your girlfriend or boyfriend or right. anything. It's it's friends. So it's it's strong. I think. You kind of got the best of both worlds there, right? Because when you're traveling alone, I think, in my experience, it's easier to meet people mm -hmm. because you're almost forced to talk to them, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're with friends that are social and who are also in that same headspace of wanting to meet people, mm -hmm. you, you kind of get both of the great parts. Exactly. Which I think is great. Yep. I feel like people are feeling that too. Mm -hmm. Like they know when someone is social or not. Yeah. So they're like, they're going to you in a, such a beautiful way because it's, I mean, we, you know, like when you see all the technology now, you're like, ah, it's, it's terrible, but there's still that outside and uh, mm -hmm. it's cool. It's very yeah, good. people tend to gravitate. I, I wonder if it's just a body language thing or like you said, yeah, like if, mm -hmm. you, if you're holding your phone to your face, people are less likely to come. But so sure. if you're actually just sitting there like a normal person. It's like, like, like looking everywhere. Like, <laughs> like right, this guy ready. wants to talk to someone. <laughs> exactly. That's good. It's good. Yeah, body language, I think, I think is, is, is very important. When you travel, is wine so much something that you look at as work to where you don't want to deal with it when you're mm -hmm. traveling, or is it still something that you find very fun and yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> is it still a, a fun way to experience a new country? It's, for you? it's funny because it's always in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. So when I went to Colombia, for example, I didn't really want to look at it because mm -hmm. I needed vacation. It's been three years without real vacation, sure. so I was like, nope but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because if I was going, so we're going with to, to restaurants and bars all the time and I was shaking, like, what what do they have? Yeah, yeah of course. It's crazy. So I'm not really into South American wines because mm -hmm. I don't really know them. But uh, yeah, every time I go somewhere, I have to. Yeah. It's, it's always there. I'm always thinking about it. Wine, <laughs> wine, wine. It's part of my life. It's, Even if you it, try not to, yeah. Exactly, yeah. You tr I tr I'm trying, but I, s I see it. Just, you know, it's like, it's crazy. I don't even know how to explain it. When you work in something you're truly passionate about, mm -hmm. I think that's the true sign. Exactly. When, you, when you're completely checked yeah. out on vacation and you're still wanting to exactly. experience it or learn more mm -hmm. about it, I mean, yeah. I think you chose the right route. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> And it's cool because it's uh, 
again it's uh, when I when I look at it it's more yeah, as you said for passion like passion sorry and, and just because it's the idea of like drinking yeah. and share it with people not when I'm in, in Niagara Falls of course but <laughs> when I'm with other people it's like <laughs> like yes I'm we're gonna have that and we're gonna enjoy it yeah that's more for that it's not for shaking it like mm, I heard that wasn't good like, sure it's not I don't I'm trying to not doing it that way gotcha in New York yes because I'm, I'm here for that that's your job and exactly. yeah but but you use it more as a way to like expand your community mm -hmm. yeah of course like, like or that. share with someone who don't, don't really know of course I'm not gonna spend like $300 on something that <laughs> someone won't enjoy or won't understand but mm -hmm. just because yeah like I know the producer or I've tried it or maybe I'm, yes of course I, I want to check it again but mm -hmm. I knew it before it was good so Let's do it. let's do it again and let, let's have it and let's enjoy it. And I'm gonna explain you a bit. So it's it, it just creates a conversation and uh, and then of course you go around and you're like oh you know the guy or oh you went there oh mm -hmm. you should go and then of course the conversation goes in so many ways that helps to create a beginning of a conversation. Totally, there's a lot to talk about with wine. Do you oh, think yeah. there are certain bottles or you know vintages of wine that? Mm -hmm you remember drinking with people and is it like if you oh. re-drink it will it bring b back those memories <laughs> yeah that's that's one of the most beautiful part yeah a vintage is, is very important to me like when i always try to compare wine with people mm -hmm. that helps a lot i think so like for example like i opened in 1998 yesterday and that's my brother's birthday so mm -hmm. i'm like you know that refers a lot of things and then what happened in 98 too we won the world cup uh -huh. You know, it's like a lot of things and people were happy. There was good, very good weather. So it reminds, re reminds you a lot of things. And, uh, and yeah, of course, like drinking a specific wine and a specific vintage at a specific time mm -hmm. with specific people. That's it. Like nothing else. I don't want anything else than that. Dude, that's beautiful. It's, 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 that's why it's uh, the idea of sharing. I think like everyone should remember that. Like wine is, of course, science. It's it's pleasure. It's uh, it's money. It's mm -hmm. investment. It's time. But why we made it at the beginning? Why, that's something we have to remember. Is people were making wine to get drunk and party. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So of course we don't have to get drunk and party, but just the idea of like let's share it and let's let's enjoy let's uh, enjoy it all together. I love that because it's some of the main senses that come back to you. I mean, mm -hmm. people who know wine are gonna smell it and then taste it so you have two of those main senses already going for, sure. for you for the memory yeah and that i'm sure makes it even stronger oh, but i love that because i feel like sommeliers probably are so good at observing things because of this yeah. not even just wine <laughs> but just the light you know if, especially if you're in the wine mode and you're in the okay what what are all these smells what are all these tastes exactly. i'm sure you're doing the same thing with all right what does that person think and what are the mm -hmm. you know yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's very very good and and what's interesting and important is like what people are gonna think, mm -hmm. and what I'm trying to get away to is my uh, personal taste. I don't want to share with people like to say, oh, it reminds me of my uh, grandmother bedroom that smell like that. <laughs> no one's gonna understand that, yeah, but sure. to me, it's very important because I'm gonna remember mm -hmm. how the wine tastes like. And uh, yeah, and share. Sometimes it's funny because you're gonna share the same taste with someone, mm -hmm. and you're like, "How?" It's, it's like so, a it's true so connection. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's beautiful that we can we can connect with a product and and remember something. And then and it's funny because usually when you 
when you talk with that person, you get along pretty, pretty well. Is there someone that you remember meeting through travel that you maybe drank wine with and you have a specific memory with either because you connected on tasting the same thing or just because of the yeah. atmosphere experience in mm -hmm. general? Yeah, that was uh, the one I just remember right now is uh, there was a guy in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. when I went there and I was by myself, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I sat at the bar and I started to look at the wine list, started to do wine pairing. I didn't go crazy just by the glass mm -hmm. and uh, started to talk. And and the bartender was like, oh, somebody is eating here tonight with other customers. I'm just going to bring him to you because you seem to be to be happy with our with our selection. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, but don't bother him. Like he's eating. I was like, no, 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 he, he will love you. Like we don't have that many people here talking about wine. So I'm like, okay, great. And we, like the guys, like, wow, you really know your stuff. And I'm, we really into Burgundy where I work. So he's like, oh, wow, man, can I open something with you? I'm like, yeah, you don't have to. And he, he brought back this amazing uh, winemaker called uh, Jacques-Frédéric Munier in Burgundy. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, like he started to do the Coravin. I don't know if you know this thing. It's like something new. It's actually from the guy was from California. Mm -hmm. So you put a needle through the cork and with gas, you just take a little bit of wine, but you know, you're not opening the bottle. Mm -hmm. So the minute you remove the needle, the wine stays intact for a couple of weeks. So that's oh, a cool, cool system. Mm -hmm. So whatever. So he started to do that. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, that was 2005. So for me, it's a bit young, but the wine was still explosive and a lot of flavors. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, you know what? You just open it, and we shared it together, and we started to talk. Other people came, and it was this old group of like, I like to call ourselves idiots because we just talk about something for so long. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> so like, so other people they're like, what? What's going on here? Like, it's one bottle, and they all acting Everyone's like it's the grail, gravitating like <laughs> towards it. Yeah. So there was this old little thing that happened in, in two seconds, and and again like. You know, like when your body is just happy and you don't even think, mm -hmm. that was exactly like that. So, yeah, that was one of the good moments here in the US that I had. That's just beautiful. because of traveling and, yeah, and yeah. two people just share the same, the same uh, happiness and, yeah, and, uh, and the, the, the knowledge and everything. It's, it's nothing like it. It's cool. It's pretty crazy that you, you don't expect that to happen with other food or drink items. No, it's true. Oh, right. yeah, even arts and it's hard to share it like like that because mm -hmm. it's a it's a product we can touch yep and we put it into a body it's like <laughs> yeah. like there is the, a pleasure is a is at, at the moment like mm -hmm. it's right there so so yeah it's, it's hard to it's i don't know another another product is gonna do that i don't know for the um backpacker for the low budget traveler who enjoys mm -hmm. wine but doesn't want to break the bank. Do you recommend any places around the world to go tasting that are going to be decently cheap, but also are going to provide really good wine? Of course, yeah. I mean, so that's uh, one of my goal too. It's to find cheaper wines, mm -hmm. and they're going to taste a, like a lot better than some places that we all know. And you know, winemakers just charging more because they know the places are getting more important. Mm -hmm. There is places in France that you can go, for example, in the uh, in the Loire Valley, like not far from where I'm from. There's a ton of like, little appellations, little well, appellation is the name of like areas mm -hmm. that you, you can go and find beautiful things and really honest winemakers and they won't charge for the tour. They're just going to be like, like, yeah, come and I'm going to show you some people are going to offer you 
a night at the house, like stuff like that. So it's really, really, really nice. I won't go to the south of France because it's too touristic. Mm -hmm. um, there's places in Jura. Jura is in the east part of France, in the, in the mountains. Again, people are so nice. Mm -hmm. Greece, amazing mm -hmm. yeah. for prices to travel. It's super cheap. If you go to the islands in Santorini, all this, it's it's amazing, and you just yeah, people are so welcoming. South of South of Spain, if you go to Andalusia, it's it's beautiful and so cheap. Like you don't you don't spend nothing, uh, and Portugal. And you said you said a little bit outside of Lisbon is where you're gonna find some some yeah. very inexpensive wineries mm -hmm. that are still gonna be incredibly exactly. tasty. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. And uh, again, the views you have the, all the rivers and yeah, people are gonna be welcoming because they, they just love it. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you come to my country to taste my wine. Great. They might not speak English, but mm -hmm. do you learn these languages or do you want to learn these other languages in order to understand the the wine better? Uh, yeah, it's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you go again to a country and and you like speak the language it's great and then yeah again sharing talking about something it doesn't have to be just wine but to someone who doesn't speak the two languages you speak mm -hmm. already so yeah there's nothing like it it's it's great and just speaking another language that helps to again open your mind more and mm -hmm. and share what you know and take what the other person knows and you make yourself stronger. That's my idea of life. I just want to be the most powerful person ever <laughs> inside of me. I don't want to show it, but like, I just want to be so so happy and accomplish everything that's possible. With, uh, with I feel like you're, you're searching for a power that's good for everyone else. That kind of yeah, that tends well. to bring, bring more people of together, course. bring more people mm -hmm. towards you, which I, of course, yeah. I kind of picked up immediately when we were yeah. sitting next to each other on the plane. You just <laughs> yeah. had a very like nice, open charisma oh yeah but i think we were the only one just to be to talk like, like that and to old friends like blah, 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 what's going on no kidding yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun it was, it was cool absolutely man. so it was good to meet other people but that's a uh, power on uh, traveling too mm -hmm. so i feel like you'll be a really good person to ask this question because you observe a lot and you tend to have a very good memory of mm -hmm. things do you have a specific place and it doesn't have to be related to wine it can be specific place in the world that you think everyone should go to, whether it's a city or it can be as specific as like a restaurant in a, in a certain place around the world. Okay, like a really important place? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a good question. It's hard because I, I want to say like some, somewhere in France, uh, there's, there's this place of like, this is where I think I want to finish my, my life. Mm -hmm. It's a place that I think there is everything around and about like just to make yourself very peaceful. Uh, it's in the south of France. It's in Collioure, that's the name of the, of the place. Mm -hmm. It's in Languedoc-Roussillon, so it's like really very down in France. Uh, you're in the border of Spain. And what I loved over there, it's all these little hills and mountains and you have the sea and I don't know, just the fact of being there, I remember not losing it, but just like, wow, this is it. Like, I'm good here. Mm -hmm. I felt so good. I want. I want to. I don't bring everyone there and just make them feel like I felt. Mm -hmm. So that's. I don't. It's more something. I don't know if it's selfish, but I feel everyone should see what's going on there because it, I felt. I felt so good. Uh, I was a bit younger, but at, at that age, I already knew like this is. This is where I want to go. I think that's a lot more selfless <laughs> than than selfish. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think it's a lot more selfless. <laughs> it's like you wanted to share a good bottle of wine exactly, that yeah. you experienced and had a certain experience with. 
Because I'm sure there's some people out there who would go to that specific place and have the same feeling as you. Yeah, right. I, I hope so. I mean, yeah. that's that's what I wish. And I know a lot of people actually went there to to live the life because they fell in love with it. It clearly had an effect. If you remember yeah. it that well, right? It clearly oh, yeah, had an effect. I can yeah. picture myself in there easily. <laughs> that's perfect, man. Yeah. Any um any general travel advice that you would give out to people uh, who either haven't traveled before or mm -hmm. who are just looking to get more into it? Yeah, um, I think, of course, like every mother would say, like, be careful. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of bad people around, but the minute you're nice and, and you want to share things and you're social and you're trying to be gentle, people are, are going to be nice with you. And that's something that helps a lot. I feel like everywhere you go, the minute you're nice, someone's gonna be nice to you and you're gonna learn more things. They're gonna show you the little things that you expect to see. So just be just be yourself and uh, yeah, just believe in people. There are still good 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 people around and they always share you more that you than you expected. You're just gonna be more happy being yourself, I feel like, and you're gonna learn about yourself too. Love it. That'll be an, an advice. All right, Killian, <laughs> thanks so much for being on the podcast. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to Hostel Homies.